My name is Taina Evans, and today is November 21st, 2015, and I'm here with... Iron Man. Uh, Harold Christopher Reese. At the Clinton Hill branch for the Our Streets, Our Stories project of Clinton Hill. So, Mr. Reese, where were you born? And take us through your, your Clinton Hill neighborhood walk. I was born in Queens... Uh, Queens Village, Hollis, Queens. Um, my parents are from Mississippi, but I'm native to New York, obviously. Um, <clears throat> I moved to Brooklyn when I was 23, which is 20, almost 28 years ago. I am going to be 51, although I look 20. That's what's so confusing and so ridiculous. Um, my sister married Branford Marsalis. Uh, the famous jazz musician, who, in which case, they bought the home that is next door to this library, um, the steeple that's being worked on, and they lived there for quite some time, and they had my nephew, Reese, um, is his last name, is his first name, our last name, that's New Orleans tradition. Um, I got hip to the neighborhood via them. I was hanging out around here, walking around this neighborhood, and it was really beautiful, really good and quiet and sweet. Um, and I, I, uh, actually really promised myself I want to live around here. So, um, <clears throat> I guess, uh, it was about 16 years ago, almost, I moved around here. I have an apartment across the street. I've been there for 16 years and, um, I love the neighborhood and I can't wait for them to build a second floor to this building. What about, um, so 21 years around this neighborhood, what, what did you like best about it? Is there, like, a store that you visit, or outside of the library? Um, like the library? I guess my favorite place is at a park. There was a supermarket on Fulton Street, which is now, I think, it was a White Rose, and now it's a, a key food? Yeah. Um, I know the owners of them. They've been there since before I moved around here, and they're really nice, and it's a great supermarket. Uh, the people in the neighborhood are great. The people in the library here are great, very helpful. Um, the neighborhood is great, although it's changing and becoming more gentrified. It's kind of annoying because these people don't know the neighborhood or appreciate it as much. It's like another no location just to these people. And what should they know? Hmm? What should they know? Well, it's not so much what should they know. The general native people that lived around here for years kind of have an open appreciation for each other i mean if you have city hustlers walking around they don't say hi and they want you to move out of the way and they think if they buy a piece of property they don't even know who you are like get off my sidewalk who are you what are you doing around here and that's kind of losing the essence of the neighborhood when you kind of if like for myself when i grew up in queens and we had houses everyone knew each other and if you didn't know each other you kind of had an essence that they lived around there and you had a respect. And if they didn't live around there, you still treated them like they did. And that is not really around here. And Brooklyn is kind of like the mecca of society in the world. If you really look at the world, the United States is the number one superpower. What's the number one spot? New York. What's the number one spot? New York. Brooklyn. What's badass in Brooklyn? Clinton Hill. So Clinton Hill is the pinnacle of the world, the eyeball socket. And everyone wants to live here. And if you listen to the news, this is the this is the place to be. 
And regardless of race or financial stability, it's um, a battle of the people who are originally here. And it's not really a battle. They're really disappearing. And we're an extinct species, pretty much, more or less. Um, the neighborhood, uh, is it better? Um, I don't really know. Um, it hasn't really been so much bad in the sense that it's, uh, our crime has come down. Um, anything like that. I don't really look at it like that. Um, it wasn't a tough neighborhood. Every, every neighborhood has its problems. This neighborhood has its problems too, like every other neighborhood. It wasn't like an, a high resolution of problems around it. And it's, it's not like any level has decreased or anything. It's not like that. I mean, actually, it's really good around here now. Um, but no, it wasn't like a, a neighborhood that people kind of, it's really interesting. I don't know if it was my ignorance of it, but they have this, oh, this neighborhood used to be bad. And it wasn't the case. And I should be able to tell you that, being that I spent over half my life around here. Um, it wasn't, I don't notice anything bad. I noticed uh, one thing uh, that was kind of bad. And it didn't have anything to do with life or death situation. Um, uh, I um, almost was robbed. So that's not bad. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, let's see, um, that's about it. You take the train around here? I take the train. Um, the train transportation is great since we have nine buses that come through here and, uh, a couple of trains in the neighborhood. So it's easy to commute. Do you shop around Clinton Hill or do you... Um, I do shop around here. I like it around here as far as stores are concerned. It actually almost, and I don't have to go anywhere else, considering that we have so many choices. I do like the new Barclays. I do like the design of the building, the ergonomics. Um, uh, the architecture is really sweet. Uh... A lot of things are happening that are pretty good in the neighborhood. Um, what's unusual, the, the skyscrapers that are going up. You have buildings that half the size of the World Trade Center going up over the neighborhood. There are like four of them going up around the clock. Only one of them is, only two of them out of the five are a nice design. Whatever. Do you like the design of your building? I do like the design of my building. It's old. Um, it could use some renovating, um, then I'm sure maybe they're thinking of some modifications. Um, yeah, I do like, I mean, I wish I had an elevator. Um. Is that the essence of Clinton Hill, the fact that you have a lot of old walk-ups, or? Um, is that the, yeah, that is in essence. Walk your dog. So, what is uh, what is the, your places to go when you walk? Tons of places. There's parks. Um.
Um, he loves it. I'd walk him around his whole neighborhood. Decalb, all the vets, everything you need to is in the neighborhood. Vets, dentist, um, yeah, all the things, uh, uh, bars, restaurants, everything's around here, which is really good. So how is it for you living here without, without children? Um, this is kind of, uh, the children hub now. I know it's a children hub. That's an interesting question. Um, it does make me think I don't have children. And now I realize, it's making me realize we have our kind of house, I don't have children. I'm like my only kid, and being that I'm 50, it wasn't like a, a choice or um, so much a choice or so much, it just happens to be circumstances I don't have any children, but I love kids. It is a neighborhood for kids, and it makes you say, hey, I wish I had some kids, like I'm walked a little greasy kid around here. Um, yeah, it's a great place for children. Uh, right across the street from my apartment is a park, and I can swing my kid. Do you work in the neighborhood? Um, no, I used to. I did work in the neighborhood as a teacher and special needs. I was recently in a car accident on in May, so I'm kind of stuck in my neighborhood, slightly disabled and mentally screwed up, and I lost my good looks. Um, <laughs> Now that you're confined to your neighborhood, and everything's walking distance. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Um, I'm boring myself to death. I've been used everything up in the neighborhood. I mean, I think I have to get out of it. Now it's time to get out of the neighborhood. Unfortunately, it's getting colder, so I can't really uh, <clears throat> just go going over. I mean, it's, I'm going to just, actually, in other words, let me restate myself. Unfortunately, it's getting colder, so I'm not going to be able to get out as much. Although I did wear myself out in the neighborhood, uh, I do want to start going over the bridge with my dog. You know, it's discrimination. They don't allow me to take my dog in some of these places, like Starbucks or the library. Why can't I bring my dog in? It's not a service dog. He's not going to do anything. He might poop or bite one of the patrons. Well, what was like life around here like when you first moved here? Oh, it was interesting um, because it was a big question mark over everybody's head and niceness. So that, in essence, everyone kind of needed everybody and everyone kind of wasn't so arrogant about being around here. Um, and everyone knew each other and getting to know other people who you didn't know was a nice, <clears throat> Um, essence of the neighborhood. I'm not going to say all that's gone now, but since it's so uh, much more widely populated, it's that that uh, essence is kind of not around anymore. Um, it's nice that today, I mean, you have a lot more children, it's a lot more integrated, and I think those things are nice because the people who are really good can appreciate that. I mean, I can come in the library and I see there are a million kids. Uh, it's very diverse. And I think that's nice. I mean, I always dreamed of being in a neighborhood like that. I think um, Brooklyn, where I am right now, and I'm not against the diversity. Uh, and that's what the world's meant to be. I think this is the hub, like again, uh, I'll again say, of the world. 
and and I don't think there are places in the world who have this who have this kind of integration. I think people, my opinion, for this whole neighborhood, I think there should be more community events that are integrated, not so much an African fest or a fest where you have um, uh, a single race of people or an event. I think it should be more focused on the style of people and what they want and you bring in the essence of everyone and it could be done outside or indoors wherever and i think those things are really nice and i think they should be done i don't know what i'm saying but i think it should be done for the kids well have you have you attended the festivals at fort green park i haven't been to yes i have been and those are amazing um and i think some are going to start coming back and they they kind of took some away i mean it used to be every weekend what were they well, they would have a dance party, which was one of the best things in the entire world. It was one of the most integrated, peaceful events ever in the history of mankind, the way they used to do that. And this was like maybe three years ago or more, they would have DJs come in the middle of Fort Green Park, and they start playing music. So then all the black people, all the rhythmic people would encircle the DJs and start dancing. And the white people would come around and love it and picnic around them. So then you would have, an, and what happened with the whole people picnicking around as it expanded the dance floor, everyone got involved, and everyone got involved on both sides, the dancing and the picnic area. So the, you had half of Fort Green Park just picnicking and partying. And it was one of the most peaceful places in the world. You didn't see a police officer. There was no crime. There was no hatred. And that was amazing. Um, but unfortunately, the gentrification and people in the neighborhood took some of that away because they thought the music would whatever it was too much and they're bringing some of that back they're bringing and i know a couple of the djs and they're bringing some of that back and they would and they were amazing they are amazing um i can't and i think and that's the essence of anywhere i mean you just have celebration as much as you can what about the halloween halloween is really big here halloween is really big walking my dog around the neighborhood he didn't know to distinguish between people cats dogs animals creatures he was like what's going on um, it's really nice. Halloween is really nice around here. I, I wish I had children to participate more in Halloween. I did walk my dog around and he got so much love and the kids loved him and he loved it. And so it was nice. It was like trick-or-treating, although I didn't have one piece of candy. Um. Yes. Hmm? Is it like 13 years now? The, the celebration for Halloween? No. What do you mean? What is your question? How, like how many years have they done the Halloween walk in this community? Um, I, I, I don't really know, but I guess um, they did it as long as we can remember. I don't really know how big or small or the variations in that did occur throughout the years. I know this was one of the probably the bigger years looking outside, walking around. Well, I don't know how it was last year versus, I mean, because I stayed inside until I went to the Halloween parade and I would try to go to that. And that was really nice. Um, yeah, but Halloween was really nice. I think next year I'm going to try and um, borrow a couple of children and walk around so I can get some candy. What about the flea market? That's pretty great. The candy. flea market is okay. Where um, is that located? The, over, well, they have one over by Fort Green Park, which is nice. And they have one over, well, I wouldn't call it a flea market, by Lafayette in the yard. It's kind of like an antique roadshow thing going on and they um and those are okay um i think those should be expanded to be honest with you okay um because they're too small 
I think they're overcrowded. I think there should be more choices. I think a lot more people should be involved. That's what I mean, my expansion. Like make it bigger. Like, I think the, the Lafayette, I think they should take that football field and turn that into a big thing because they did that over at Brooklyn Bridge Park. They turned a large area into a big eatery. And they're doing that around the, all of New York, 34th Street. And it's amazing. I mean, you can bring the food and all, in essence, and all these people into the neighborhood. And I remember everybody in the neighborhood having a blast. I mean, I love it. Um, it's kind of like, well, a few months ago, they had the, well, a couple of months ago, they had the Atlantic Antic. And that's an incredible. It was the most incredible events. And there's so many people. Um, my dog loved it. He ate everything off the ground and he got so much love and had so many pictures taken of him. And I thought it was, uh, I think Atlantic Antic is even better than St. Gennaro's Food Festival. And it's bigger, it's wider, and there's a lot more diverse, a lot more fun, more bands. Yes, Atlantic Anchors in Brooklyn every year. It's an annual event on Atlantic Avenue where they close up from the water up to Flatbush. And it is an amazing, it's one of the most amazing festivals. I think they should do more of that. Instead of calling it St. Gennaro's or Atlantic Antic, they should have uh, a Brooklyn Fest, whatever, and have it in Commodore Berry Park or have one in Fort Green Park, have one in Prospect Park. Have one along close of Fulton Street and have one in all these different locations. I mean, it's a lot more, just a lot of fun. So what else do we have left? Would you say that Clinton Hill is artsy? Um, it could be more artsy. Yeah, I think it's artsy. Uh, I, I, the recognition of artist art events is minimal. Um, I'm an artist myself and, um, I don't really know. I think that's a really great idea to have a festival for an art festival, photographic art festival. I think that would be amazing. A lot of people want to get involved. Everyone could submit something for free. And then uh, if they sell something, they can give a percentage to the people who do it. And and I think it'll just it'll be an opportunity for a lot of people who want to display their stuff, whether they sell anything or not. And they can give a percentage of what they could make to the people who throw it. And I think that would be a hand-washing, hand-things event. And I think that's awesome. Where they would have that, I don't know, because I know that would be massive. Um, what would you like future generations to take away from this interview? How I was in this neighborhood and the legend of Harold Christopher Reese and how he started off. Um, I think... Uh, I don't know, just appreciate the neighborhood now. Now it's now that it's changing, all this new stuff going up. I don't really know. I I guess you can ask me that question later and I can answer that better. So what, uh, maybe if you want to share any lessons that you learned while you was living here? Um, I guess um, the children in the schools have to be monitored and watched out for because you have social media and you have uh, <clears throat> uh, the dangers of crazy people and you don't want them spreading off into the children. I think children in the schools should be monitored to keep conflict down and social media out of the out of the hands in terms of violence. Um, I won't get any more into that, but uh, I guess um, just more fun and peacefulness and uh, less hatred around here because you have that around the world and I think we could be a model for the world and just for ourselves just to kind of love and appreciate where we are since we are the Mecca of the world.
I'll leave it at that. Thank you so much, Mr. You're welcome. Um, I can put my Iron Man outfit back on. Yeah.